be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. (sighs) Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. I'm your host, David. I'm Damien. And I'm Wolfie. Wolfie, how's it been going? It's been going pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, good. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but uh, Pfizer had to dump information on their vaccine <coughs> here recently. And they're, well, not, not even here recently. It's been a few months ago, actually. And there's a lady by the name of Naomi Wolf is looking into all this uh, data that's been thrown out. They uh, Pfizer wanted the, the court to seal the records for 75 years so that basically there would be no one left alive. Yeah. That way, basically no one would have standing to sue them for, you know, negligence and incompetence and all those other things that go along with it. Yeah. I think the week that they actually released all that was, uh, the week that, uh, um, Russia invaded Ukraine. Because a lot of people yeah, were trying maybe. to tie, they were trying to tie the two together, <laughs> and, and we ha- we are a superpower, maybe, maybe, but not like that. Not enough to control what Putin does. No, that's that's you're right there. He's just crazy. <laughs> Breaking report: Public supermarket refuses to offer vaccinations to children under five at its more than twelve hundred U.S. stores. DeSantis clip. Somebody asked him about that. So that was always that. It. We are not going to surprise. Not questions. Yes, sir. Governor, there's obviously a lot of uh, controversy at the end of last week between your administration and the White House. What do you make of the White House saying that the state reversed on child vaccine? So the White House is lying about it. We <laughs> surprised. Not surprised the White House would lie. Definitely not surprised that legacy media would amplify the lie because that's what they do. The state of Florida, they came out with an article. Is that his version of fake news? Yeah. Saying the state of Florida has not ordered, its Department of Health has not ordered mRNA jabs for the babies. Yes, we didn't. We recommend against it. We are not going to have any programs where we're trying. Because they're pushing it now for six-month-olds and up. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense, but. Trying to jab six-month-old babies with mRNA. That's just the reality. And I think what happened was they thought somehow we would we would like be be embarrassed by that. No, we're following the data. You look at these European countries; uh, they are uh, a lot of them don't even allow Moderna for under age thirty, or they recommend against it. So that was always that. We still have not ordered it. We're not going to order it. Oh well. 
siblings are furious. Their brother, who police say was an armed robber, was gunned down by a store clerk. Oh, she was the mad that, that they shot him. That he was wrong for a, an old video. to try and rob the Dollar General on North Gettysburg Avenue, but they say the clerk shouldn't have had a gun at work. Rochelle and Juan Rapley say their younger brother, Roosevelt That's like, uh, that's like but, but he went in the store with a gun, robbing them. Yes, I saw TikTok well, last night that was talking about. Uh, he said, uh, I, "said me going into Seven Eleven and the store clerk telling me I can't have my gun, but he can't tell me that because he's following the rules." UIA <laughs> plus liaison officer, and we're unveiling right now our Pride Cruiser for the month of June. Report hate crimes. I'm excited about this. Not other crimes, just hate crimes. <laughs> Did you see the... Uh... How long does that car last in the streets? <laughs> Story about the Navy earlier this week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I was out riding around and I was listening to the Jesse Kelly show. And uh, he was talking about how the Navy's having these uh, classes that they're giving to their sailors on you know using someone's correct pronouns and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what this video is. <laughs> and I'm like, there is no part of the military that needs to be learning anybody's <laughs> correct pronouns. And if you're in the military and you think that someone needs to use your correct pronouns, you need to get the hell out. <laughs> the purpose of the military is to kill and break things. Period. In defense <sighs> of the country. Alright. Here's listen All this to other that stuff one. that they're doing Hi, my name is Johnny, and I use he/him pronouns. Hi, that's and not I'm Conchie, and I use she/her pronouns. Her name's and we're Conchie. Here to talk about pronouns. What a name! What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from. Our Isn't Conchie what they called that shell in that yeah, SpongeBob yeah, episode? Conch yeah, Conchie. The, the con they, it was conch a conch shell, but they called it Conchie. Conk. According to according to uh, Laz, it's a conch shell. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I, and I always thought pronouns for were, were when you're not here. Pronouns aren't to talk to you, your pronouns. Right, because I don't walk up to you and go, hey, he. Right. It's when you're not here and we're talking about you. Right. Damien was over there. He went to the store. Right. Damien did this. He went here. It, it's, pronouns are only when you're not present. Our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. Probably. Yeah, this is the video he was he was playing. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, this is an episode of Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> Have you watched that show? <laughs> no, it's the greatest show ever. <laughs> Probably. It sounds pretty good. How do we I was watching one episode and this boy he's like super he's on this, everybody's on the spectrum I'm on the spectrum everybody's that's why it's a spectrum he's just real far he's, he's real far to one side <laughs> but uh and I, I'm a little farther than most than not most than some but anyway he uh he's he's at, he graduated high school so um and his mother is they're having a party for him and she's standing up talking about how proud of him she is, how how great he's done, how wonderful he is. And he raises his hand. And she's like, yeah. 
He's like, when are you going to be done talking? <laughs> and well, at least he had the respect to raise his hand and ask and didn't just yell it out. But he was having none of it. <laughs> but it's the whole show is they match them up on dates. And then they go out on dates. And then, you know, because they're so blunt and some people and yeah. that it's like that that he the one will he really like the other one and the other one won't the one the, like the guy really likes the girl and she doesn't really like him very much and and then uh she's like you know i don't think this is gonna work and he's like okay <laughs> just, <laughs> just accept just it, accept it. <laughs> <laughs> okay but it's so a matter of fact yeah. everything <laughs> Um, the one guy is like mad in love with dinosaurs. He just really loves dinosaurs, <laughs> and that's all he'll talk about are dinosaurs. <laughs> and the girl doesn't want to have anything to do with dinosaurs. But. She likes penguins. Safe space <laughs> yeah. For everybody, that's and he's constantly going. Penguins are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, dinosaurs are dumb. <laughs> Yeah, and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our no. emails or, well, like we just emails, did, but... introduce ourselves using our pronouns. But what would I do if I uh, misgender someone? The most important thing I can tell you is do not put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Kind of so he was saying that they were playing this video for the Navy. In the Navy. the Navy. Out there. <laughs> the Navy the already has, Instead like, of... all the jokes, and they they were like, we're just going to embrace it and put this video out. <laughs> That's all the village people's fault. <laughs> well, no, the whole point of it is, is that uh, the people in the Navy, they shouldn't be worrying about someone's pronouns. They should be worrying about how do we, you know... Uh, I think it, one of the things that he brought up was the uh, they had a ship catch fire. And it sunk in port because no one on the ship knew how to put out a fire. <laughs> what? That's not my job. And I'm like, in instead of learning <laughs> pronouns, maybe you should learn how to keep your ship from burning up and sinking. That's Ralph's job. He's off today. <laughs> <laughs> That's not day good. off. That's not good. Because these, there's these, all these countries that mean please. us ill. They're not out there learning pronouns. They're learning how to sink ships. Oh, wait, what is this? A, a never, mix? Is this a mix between the Navy the and Ram people. Ranch? You don't remember Village People? This was a band in the 70s. I've never heard. That's how they dressed I, on stage. You had the cowboy, the leather guy, the Navy guy, the Indian... <laughs> And you know what? What ethnicity is the leather guy? Or profession? There was a construction not, worker too. Yeah, there's a construction worker too. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. And so, my favorite part about stuff like this is, I feel like no one knew they were gay back then. <laughs> the same way that, like back back when Fre Freddie Mercury was around, a lot of people didn't a lot of people know. Didn't, yeah, they were in denial. <laughs> Whereas, like, you look at this, and your first thought is, they're all gay. Do not pressure anybody into giving you their pronouns. Some people may be going through the process of discovery, and they are not ready yet to tell you. 
or they're just not ready yet for the insanity of people going around, you know, oh, these are my pronouns. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Pardon my language. I just don't. And it's she, her, because <clears throat> that's what's normal. And if you make me call you something else, then you're infringing on my rights. And I, I was really taken aback by the comment, and I really wasn't sure how to respond. And the only thing I could really think quickly to say was... See, I thought that was the whole point of the military when you go in, the shaving your head, the the <clears throat> eliminating of the eye right. and the, the creation of we're a part of one body, we're a team, we're a unit, we're uh we're all in this together. It's not an an individual thing. It's a and yes, it's supposed to be. And pronouns are nothing but an individual thing. Right. If, if you're upset yeah. over what somebody calls you or how they identify you, then you're you're more worried about the you than the we. Exactly. And most of the time, I got yelled at. It was private. <laughs> so I mean, you know, say, sir, that's, that's not my. Sir, yeah. Imagine you're in the middle of that, and they're like, private. private. I, I don't <laughs> identify with that. They'd have been like, I don't care. I'm a general. I'm a four-star general. You will respect my authority. <laughs> authority. And I don't even know. I can't speak Russian. But that video of them was a whole lot more impressive. Than oh yeah. Oh two yeah. People sitting around with a freaking rainbow shirt on talking about. <laughs> Well, you know, if you uh, identify somebody wrong, well, don't make it feel uh, like it's their fault that you made the mistake. And I'm just like, really? On one hand, I, I do somebody agree like, with the I, fact that the video is more impressive. But I feel like it has to be demoralizing a little bit to Russia or anyone looking at us that goes, they're so unworried about anything military. <laughs> they're putting out videos like this right now. <laughs> that they just don't care about anything going on. Or they are not worried about it. it. See, that's, that is the problem. It, it is too good. Right. I mean, even though gas is high, things are bad. I mean, think... But it, everybody has to make up things to be upset about and complain about and to worry about. Yes. That, it kind of makes me think of that uh, in World War II. There was a Japanese general that talked about how, you know, he was certain that they were going to win through most of the war in World War II. That uh, he he was like, there's no way that the U.S. could beat us. He said he thought that most of the way through the war until he found out that the U.S. had too many ships, so they turned some of them into ice cream ships that would go around <laughs> delivering to the bases they had delivering ice cream to the soldiers <laughs> while they were yes, like they while, while him and like all, the rest of his like japanese soldiers were like starving in yeah. the middle of fighting that the, the u.s was sending out ice cream ships yes and here's here's something else uh speaking of ice cream like uh the smaller your your huge aircraft carriers they, they carried ice cream and the smaller ships your uh you know, deep water ships, the smaller ones, they would go out and they would pick up like down pilots and stuff like that. 
And so when they would do that, they would bring them back to their to their aircraft carrier and drop them, you know, send them over. And as a thank you, and you know, they would send them a freaking big thing of ice cream <laughs> back to the uh, to the ship that picked up their their downed pilot. You know, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> here we're going to send you some Rocky Road or some vanilla or chocolate or whatever, you know. Like the German tank soldiers always said, uh, they said, "Our our uh, our tanks are worth five of theirs, but they always send six. <laughs> Blair White's on Michael yeah. Malice. Now, she's an attractive transgender woman. Oh, I didn't even notice that she was. I mean, when you get to pick lo- what you look like, it kind of helps that... <laughs> yeah. uh, under any and all circumstances because it is seen as... So see, if you didn't know, she's one that would really pass. Right. Conversion hey. therapy to say anything but that. The one on the right, but in yeah, reality, I think you can kind of look at it. <laughs> yeah, not, not Michael Malice, not <laughs> the left. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still like the I'm visible, but I identify as <laughs> invisible. Yeah, my, my <laughs> pronouns are who and where. Yeah. <laughs> who? Where? Who and where. <laughs> Complete opposite way, which really is. Michael Malice is a, a big anarchist. He His book is the Anarchist Handbook. Um, the big deal with all of this. I am too. And every day I, I follow a little more into uh, that. Uh, his belief. Now he doesn't believe there should so be the, rules, and he he just is. Well, he's uh, not really an anarchist then. No, no. Most an- anarchist doesn't require the lack of rules. It has to be a, a lack of a governing body over it. It's a now because it's like more, we as a society agree that something's wrong. So like the neighborhood will go string someone up for doing something wrong, but. There's no actual government body that... Right. Or if somebody steals something from you, you take care of it. Right. If you need something, you take care of it. Or we can come... We can come together as a community and do good things to help our neighbor and to be things. But... So who's the other person here in this video? Huh? Oh, that's Blair White. She's just a a trans... She's a trans... uh, YouTuber, she's a she's a really conservative. A lot of people call her right wing. She's, I mean, she's pro guns. She's pro. I wouldn't say he's conservative. He he's pretty moderate in the middle as far, but he's he's anti police now. Not he's not anti police officer. He's anti police mm-hmm. as a whole. His is that that because there are a lot of good officers out there who are in bad situations who have to um, follow. Like if you're an officer in Virginia Mm -hmm. and you arrest somebody um, for concealed carry, Mm -hmm. when you believe in constitutional carry... Mm-hmm. Um, you are, you're a good officer in a bad situation, and but for your sake, you're going to follow the rule and arrest that person because they they are breaking the law, even though you believe the law is unconstitutional. The problem is they all have to draw a line on where, what they're willing to do, right, and still, and some drew that line at. 
arresting people for wear, not wearing a mask outdoors on the right. beach. Because there were some officers that were willing to go that far, and they right. would go chase people down on the beach and arrest them for being out in public without a mask. Most of that was, like, in California, but where do you fall on that, Wolfie? Where, where do you as an officer draw the line? I mean, because there's definitely a line. Because you, or would you follow um, every, because, and, and you got to remember, police is different than military. I view mm-hmm. when you're in the military and you're following orders, you follow orders. Mm-hmm. That's different than being a police officer following an order that was passed down from nine ranks up. The mayor said to do this or right. this area, this part of town or whatever. Well, even my training in the military, they they told us that using the I was just following orders isn't a defense. It is not. It does not that, exclude you it, from it, a war crime. Right. Is it, yeah. it means it's you'll get thrown under the bus, fight. but in the moment, yeah. you had better follow that order. No, the way they trained us is nope. if it's in, wrong. In the Geneva Convention, during all that, in the in the trials, they uh, so, in the Nuremberg trials. All right, so you want every soldier to be a constitutional lawyer to understand and interpret law and when to disobey and when to obey. <clears throat> no, because no, I do not want that, that. Oh, some of that is open to interpretation. I'm just saying that that's what they taught us. Right. To me, how that is a that in, that's a CYA that into, that's a CYA event that sure they will still throw you under the bus, right. and they still well, yeah, expect sure you to follow will. the rule and to follow the yeah. orders. Right, I'm but sure you shouldn't just do, commit a war they, crime right. just because well, it's following orders. Yes, yeah. but most of the time, it's you're going to be violating somebody's rights by. You pull someone over and they have weed on them. And they have just enough that you're supposed to take him to jail for it. I mean, where do you draw the line on letting that slide? Well, see, here's... In the state of Virginia, uh, at least when I went through the academy, and I, I'm supposing that they still do, they they give you... what well, The officers have discretion in what that they can do. I can... I can warn you, in which case there's going to be no action whatsoever other than the fact that I'm like, I tell you, hey, dude, you know, in Virginia now, you can illegally have like X amount of ounces, whatever it is. I don't know. And you've got more than that. So, you know, a warning. Right. Yeah. Make sure that you're you're legal next time. You can do that. Right. I can write a ticket, a summons saying, okay, you, uh. You've got too many ounces, and I'm going to write this summons for you, and uh, you can take care of it before the court date, you know, or you can come to court and have your day in court, and you can talk to the judge about it. That's your prerogative. Right. Or I can arrest you. Those are my three options in any stop. So that, what happens when they tell when they get rid of, like, on certain things that you, they tell you you don't have discretion on? They say, say, for example, Virginia passes a new... or. Well, I was going to use our Kentucky one during COVID. Our governor said you couldn't meet. Churches couldn't meet. He was having the state police go and sit in churches' parking lots because some churches were still saying, no, we're still meeting. Mm 
mm-hmm. but he had made it no you couldn't meet in public or in no gatherings um, of ten or more and churches were still doing it he was having the state police go sit in the church parking lots and document all of the cars their tag numbers they weren't writing tickets for it but then they were giving that information to the health department of that county so that the and then the health could. department was coming in and um shutting those people down so you as an yeah, officer there, you are 100% violating those people's First Amendment rights. and that, I don't think I could do that. See, to me, me... Personally, me personally, and this is just me, right. I don't think I could do that. I'd be like, you know... Because uh, there's, there's one thing they to may be order me to, interpreting they may, they the may law a little. They may order me to be out there and, uh, and, and so on and so forth, but when it came down to it and they asked for tag numbers, I'd be like, I didn't get any. Well, that was what you were supposed to do. Like, well, yeah, I know, but I didn't see any. So you don't think that would come back on you? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, what if they said, what if they said they were going to fire you if you didn't do it, or, or even write you up? They're, they're not going to fire you. They're just going to write would, you up. I would, I would probably take the write up. All right. See that? Actually, that, I wouldn't. I, actually, I wouldn't take the write up without explaining. You know, I, I'm, you know, what you're doing is a violation of, like I said, their First Amendment rights to be right. able to. Uh, peaceably assemble, and, and they would say that to that's up to things. that's for them to fight it out in court. That's not for you to decide. Yeah. Is how they would argue that. Um, well, no. There again, you know, following orders isn't a defense, right? And in this particular instance, I you would get on some really sketchy and thin ice, I believe, really quick with that particular scenario. If you were a, an officer and you said, no, I'm not going to do that. And it wouldn't necessarily be, I'm I'm sure there'd be some blowback on him, the person standing up to do the right thing. Right. But there would also be blowback on the department too, for singling you out for doing the right thing. Yeah. Now, but how much that is. Are, are they going to say, are they going to single you out even specifically on that one thing? Or are you just going to become that officer? That may, I suppose in that instance, I would become that officer. That people, the, the, you know. Or let me let me put it to you this way: I hope that I would have the intestinal fortitude, the backbone to be able to stand up and say, "This is wrong." Right. We never know what's going to happen until we're put in that situation. But I hope, me personally, if I'm put in that situation, I would stand up and I would say, "I can't do this. This is wrong." So to news of- on that bike. That they rolled out this bill last night. I did see. Is this the thousand percent tax bill? I saw. Mm, there's. I don't know if that's it. There is someone. I know there's a twenty-one and eighteen. When you're under eighteen, you have to do. There's something different you have to do to purchase until you're twenty-one. Um, you have to. I don't remember what it is. There's a different restriction. I saw one. Uh, that where was he from? Maybe New Jersey or something. I don't know. Some representative, uh, I guess, introduced a uh, thousand percent tax bill that would be a thousand percent tax on all gun sales. I mean, it would ne- that would never pass. But no, the, this is, this is never gonna pass. Um, yeah, they voted last night. Uh, yeah, fifty Democrats voted and fourteen Republicans. Voted to pass. So they got their 64. Now, if they could get the House 
because they'd have to have the 60 majority. Yeah, it's 80 pages. Uh, funding for crisis center and red flag laws. Uh, I don't like red flag laws. They totally, it's... I don't like gun a, laws. Yeah. I don't like any well, gun laws. Well, that's true, too. But I, don't, I especially don't like red flag laws because those are like, uh, you're guilty until you can prove that you're innocent. And then we might give you your gun back. Expanded background checks for younger buyers. Oh, yeah. The, uh, there was something else I thought with that. Um, I'm all for the mental health and school security. If you do one for just that. None of the gun bills. Stop School Violence Act, $300 million to go to for increased school security. Although the Democrats expressed concern about this aspect of the bill. Of course. We just want to take guns of course. We don't want to put of no course. money into Look, securing it's AOC anything. that's worried about it, yeah. too. Yeah, see, that's, that's just it. They don't want to do what, what should be done right. to harden the target. But that's why they're calling so this that, one a bipartisan bill, because it's... It, it's got a little of both sides on yeah. it, and they did make con- some concessions, but yeah. It's, and this is just me, in my opinion. They want it to happen again so that, you know, you can just keep building the shock and the outrage towards the guns until eventually the citizens rise up and say, take them because we don't want them no more. Ooh, that's some loose wording there. Exactly. Anyone who sells a gun to predominantly earn a profit must be federally registered as a dealer. So if I buy a gun and sell it and make money on it, I would have to register as a dealer? Probably not if you sell one, but if you sell multiple. Right. um, I'd say there there would probably be a... So I would think if you just bought and sold one, I mean, I don't know what the... There would have to be some sort of... Well, what penalties are they going to impose on straw purchases? It's already a crime. See the way that's loosely written, that you couldn't buy a like you wouldn't be able to buy a shotgun for your child. Right, that's the way your I'm taking child that. Child isn't going to do that. You're, yeah, they can't technically pass a background check, right? Right. So you couldn't buy it for them and have which technically you, you can't. You have to buy it and you have to gift it to them later. Right. That, you, that's you how you can't it, buy it for them. Right. That's how Kyle Rittenhouse. That's how they got away with what right. they did. Is he paid for Which the gun. The other guy bought it. He gave him the money. He he kept it at his house. Let him use it anytime he right. wanted. And but it wasn't technically his. his and yeah. then once he was waiting till he turned eighteen, he then they then they do the transfer. Right. They actually were going to go and do, have a background check run and, and do a an official transfer. So, and here's the thing: the, a lot of these laws, a lot of these things that they're talking about in these bills, they're already laws. Right. And a lot of them, they don't affect whether or not there's going to be another school shooting or not. No. It's just they're not going to do it. And then that's why I'm saying all they want to really do is take them away from everybody because they're in the process of doing things that would probably get them shot if you know, we still had guns. Right. And so thus now, they I don't, don't want anybody to have them. Now, I don't know what all else is in here, but most of what they've listed here... Um, doesn't remove guns from anybody. Um, like this one, like you said, straw purchase is already illegal. This would just, it would just make, it's probably harsher penalties. Right. Which is fine. Um, And probably a more broad, what would be included as a straw purchase. Now, like the being, 
having to be registered as a licensed dealer. That is um, Yeah. Well, kind of. Not really. It's just, it would, it's going to... You couldn't buy and sell guns out of the back of your car or out of your house as easily as you can now. Right. It's just going to make it more people would have to be registered dealers. But honestly, anybody who does that is crazy anyway. Oh, um, right. I mean, if if you if you go through the legal process of buying a gun that is now traceable to you, and then you sell it to any old person without going through an official transfer, I mean, that's just crazy on your part. Because who knows what that person is going to do with that gun? Now, I don't. I'm not for the the government having a register. That, right. that tracks every what every single person, but it already kind of exists, except for the bit, ones yeah. who are willing to buy it and then just say, "Well, I sold it, or I lost it, or I, right the boating accident." Yeah, or, I lost all mine in a boating accident. Don't know what to tell you. Then we'll get I off here, guys. I'll means. talk to y'all later. All right. All right. See you later. All right, See you, bye. It's been good seeing you again, Damien. Yep. You too. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.